0: For so many people, they've been told their whole life that they needed to save for retirement. The part that is never really discussed is how you will approach taking the money out of the retirement account. This is just as important as the effort you put into building the account, honestly. If done wrong, you could end up paying huge tax bills, withdrawing too much too soon, being taxed for not withdrawing enough, and so much more this episode, I discuss an easy-to-follow strategy to withdraw money in a manner that will take into account all the negative things I just mentioned. No matter if you have retired, about to retire, or just now starting to invest into retirement, the knowledge in this episode will benefit you. Let's get started. Welcome to the financial Financial Mirror, where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. What is up? And hopefully everyone is having a great, great weekend. I could not be more excited to bring this stream to you this weekend. Most importantly, if this is the first time that you have tuned in to the Financial Mirror, thank you. I appreciate you joining. And hopefully this absolutely takes you and, and goes through a lot of the personal finance information that you have always been curious of. Here at the Financial Mirror, we'd like to take control of the one thing that we honestly are in control of ourselves. And this is a weekly stream uh, and it does come out on the podcast as well. So uh, if you are listening to the podcast of platform of your choice, Thank you so much for tuning in, and don't forget to leave that five-star review in the written comment, as both of those go a long ways in getting this information out. If you are watching on YouTube or Facebook, don't forget to hit the bell or the like button uh, to subscribe, and you will get notified when new streams are out. I am so happy that we are getting started with this. This is a great episode, Uh, I started on this last week, and if you missed it, Go head over to the YouTube or Facebook page and see Building Confidence in Your Retirement Account. That's sort of what created this whole mantra, uh, and it was a great, great episode. It covered sort of how you come up with your retirement number. That doesn't make sense of what a retirement number is. Better reason for you to go and check it out. Uh, Specifically, uh, look at me, I'm already, already all over my words. Uh, I specifically talked about how uh, the retirement number is not an age, but it is a financial number. So I challenge everyone, go and and listen to that because at the end of that episode, uh, I left some information on how to get your retirement number so that this information will be applicable and ready to be used by you. Last week's episode, it sort of tied into this week's. Um, I wanted to bring these two together for the simple fact that Uh, So many people uh, go through retirement and they they do exactly like they've been told. They were like, you know what, I'm going to save for retirement. I'm going to have a nice nest egg built. And all of a sudden they get to that point and it's time to retire. And they're like, okay, I don't know exactly how to take this money out. Uh, Am I supposed to just withdraw what I need? Like, how do I do this? Well, the other side of that is. Is that you know? There's there's a lot of people that maybe don't exactly understand uh, some of the ramifications that come with if you don't take money out of the account, or if you do take too much money, or not enough money. So I want to bring some clarity to that, uh, and I ultimately I want to be able to get you the information that you need. But all in all, I realized when I was taking notes last episode. That many people tell you to save a nice retirement egg, but it's never discussed how to actually live on this. So, if you if you've always wondered how much you should pay yourself in retirement, um, or if you've always wondered, you know, how to know if your money is going to last, this episode is going to bring some clarity to that and so much more. Uh, at the end of this week's episode, I want you to know that. The the main purpose is, is how to effectively use your retirement in the most appropriate manner. Okay, I want to make sure that I make this as simple as possible. Um, so I want to start with the basics and and then jump into it. Uh, I do wanna I do wanna give one disclaimer. When I was going through and building out my notes for this episode, I did realize that there was a lot of information. That goes into this episode, uh, sort of this whole, the retirement account structure and how it's set up. So next week, I am actually going to record another episode about sort of how to structure your retirement accounts. There's a little bit uh, that you can do if you're about to retire or if you're in the working phase of your life and you're still building out these accounts. There's a couple things that you can do to better set yourself up for retirement. And I want to to make sure that that we go through that. If you are already retired, or you're literally retiring tomorrow, there's you can still do some of the things that I talk about next week. But the main the main focus right there is to recommend you to a financial advisor or someone to work with to really personally look at your situation. When you start getting closer to retirement age, if you if you didn't already know. That does get to where every little decision it impacts you a little bit more because you lose time. So uh, next week's episode is going to be not not solely geared toward people that have not retired, but it, it is it is majority geared toward people that have not retired and are still in that working phase of their life and they're still building out these retirement accounts. So uh, what I've done is I've broken this this t- episode this week into a a sort of three-part process to be to be honest with you because the last part is really just that 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 approach to withdraw uh, money but I want to go through sort of these first steps Uh, so as I do with every episode I try to walk you through and teach you uh, not just tell you what to do but sort of teach you and, and, and walk you through the process so that you understand exactly how we got from point a to point b so without further ado let's start with the basics Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. That's anchor.fm to get started. So the first thing that we want to do is we want to identify your retirement accounts. Uh, This probably seems pretty straightforward, but for this step, it is important that you understand there are many different types of retirement accounts. Some of these you may not have known that you had. Uh, Some of these you, you may have forgotten that you had. But depending on where you put your money to build your overall retirement nest egg, it does make all the difference. It truly does. So I want to first go through a couple of the common retirement accounts. And where you would possibly have run across getting one of these, if, if this if this was one of the retirement accounts that you have, I want to make sure that that we we look at those and understand those because ultimately uh, that does make a difference. So uh, some of the first, the very basic ones, is the 401k and the 403b. These are employer provided, and they it, as of as of now they're. They're becoming, you know, used to these were strictly pretty much traditional accounts. I'll hit what traditional means in a second, but uh, these are uh, normally traditional accounts. But they are becoming more uh, driven to where you have an option of traditional or Roth. So uh, that's the first type: 401k, 403b. Those are employer provided. Uh, the other type of retirement account that's extremely common is the IRA or the individual retirement account. And as with as with the 401k and the 403b, those are Roth and traditional. And back to the 401k, 403b, those could be Roth or traditional. Most likely, everyone's going to be given a traditional option. Some employers do provide a Roth option as well. So uh, that is employer specific. So go look at your employer specifically to see what is offered for you. Now, for the IRA, and uh, you're going to have a traditional or Roth option. So, what is Roth? Well, Roth means that the money is has already been taxed, that it's funded with, so it does grow tax-free. The traditional is what we call tax-deferred, meaning you are not going to pay taxes on the money that's in there, but when you take the money out, you will be taxed on it. So, that's sort of the big difference is one's, uh, one gives you the, the opportunity to take advantage of taxes uh, by putting money in there that's already been taxed and let it grow tax-free to be taken out tax-free. Uh, that's the Roth and the traditional. You do put the money in there uh, before taxes and you draw it out and pay taxes on it. So each of these has their benefit, but knowing which type of account yours is, is very important during this identification phase. Uh, some of the others are like annuities uh, that, that may be utilized for, for retirement. Uh, annuities are normally uh, some type of payment from maybe a, a, a relative that passed away that left you some type of annuity, or, but it's, it's provided by some outside party. Let's just say that for simplicity. Uh, you may receive a pension from an employer. Uh, this is a, a payment to you that's paid for your years. is almost for your years of service. Uh, so this could be military or this could be another job that that pays a pension. Uh, That is becoming much less likely today. Most people are switching to a 401k plan, but it is still out there. Uh, Savings accounts are personally built over time. So that's another account that could be utilized for retirement. Personal investment accounts or brokerage accounts, those are utilized for retirement. And then obviously Social Security, using the government to help give you some income. uh, That is the other type of account. So we want to start off during this first phase is we want to look and identify exactly what accounts we have for retirement and utilize those. So I went through a couple, mostly when we talk retirement accounts, you're probably going to see mostly 401k, 403b and IRAs. That's really what a lot of people are putting their their time and money into. I am going to do an episode if you if you watched last week's or listened last week on the podcast. I did talk about doing an episode on FIRE. Uh, and sort of that movement. And so we, when we when we discuss that episode, I'll talk a little bit more about uh, investing outside of those sort of 401k, 403b retirement accounts and the IRAs uh, so that you can sort of build a bridge account so you can retire early. Uh, so I'll do an episode on that and uh, that will be in the future. So that's pretty much all you do so to start off is we just want to identify. We want to identify all the accounts you have because you will need that information to go into what we look at in the end. So when we get to the actual withdrawal approach, uh, I want to make sure that you already have all this information. Uh, so this is the first step, identification of your accounts. Now the next step, how much to withdraw. This is a a topic of discussion, but if you watched last week's episode, you may already know how much you want to withdraw each month. Uh, last week we discussed uh, sort of that envisioning of your lifestyle, that that idea of what retirement looks like for you, what your expenses kind of look like when you're building out that retirement number that we came up with. So it's it's very important that that you understand that. So that if you watched last week's and you follow that to a T, you probably already know how much you're gonna withdraw because that's what you built your retirement account on, right? If you were like, I need this much money to retire and and this is how much I'm gonna withdraw each month to live. And so that, that's sort of the answer to that question. Now, if you didn't watch last week's episode, don't worry. There is a general rule of thumb for you. You can look it up. It's all over the internet. It's probably the most common method that people utilize for their retirement, but it's called the 4% rule. So 4% rule is uh, pretty straightforward. I, I mean, I, I, I'm going to go through it so that you can see it right here on the screen, but uh, ultimately uh, I'm also going to try to uh, talk your way through it so to make this easy to understand for people that are listening on the podcast as well. If you are listening on the podcast, you can literally just go Google 4% rule. Uh, you can pull my video up on YouTube or Facebook, but tons of tons of information out there. Uh, but pretty much in a nutshell, how it works is you literally withdraw 4% of your total nest egg each year. That's, I mean, in a nutshell, that is what it is. If you want to get, if you want to get, follow the 4% rule to a T, you're going to take 4% the first year, and that's going to be how much you withdraw the first year. So this is 4% of your total nest egg. So all of your, you identified in the first step, all of your retirement accounts, you're going to add those together. You're going to get the total and take 4% of it. That is how much you're going to have each month. If you're following this rule of thumb. Uh, but pretty much, your first year you take that four uh, percent. The next year, uh, you have, you're gonna you're gonna calculate for inflation. So let's say there's a two percent inflation. You're gonna take two percent of how much you withdraw each year and add that to how much you withdrew the previous year, right? So if the previous year you withdrew, uh, let's say forty thousand, and there was a two percent inflation, the second year you would take forty thousand eight hundred because of 40,000 is 800. So that's sort of how you get that number. uh, And that's how the 4% rule works. What it does is it allows you to maintain that lifestyle, that level of lifestyle throughout multiple inflationary periods. Now, same goes for the opposite. You know, if, if there was a negative inflation, well, you would just take, you would subtract that from your, from your, your, annual and now you'd have less than 40,000 right so that's sort of how that works if you can literally just live on four percent and not focus on all the inflation totally fine too you don't have to complicate it if you don't have to if if you take 40,000 every year and you just live on that that, that's a-okay that's probably the most easy way to do it And if all of a sudden you have to start taking a little bit more because inflation is through the roof like it is right now uh, absolutely go ahead and do it. And you can always rotate back to 4%. Uh, but that's the goal is just ma- maintain that 4% throughout retirement. And and that's, that's sort of the, the outcome. If you, if you looked at it on the screen, you probably are looking at it and you're like, okay, I got it. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, lucky for you, I did not walk through the chart on the screen. I really just explained it. Uh, and I try to explain it to, to, to where everyone can understand it, whether you see the screen or not. So uh, the next piece. So we've identified the accounts and we know how much to withdraw. Two biggest steps right there because the rest of this is easy, kind of. So the next part, in which order do we withdraw from? So you had multiple accounts, right? We had multiple accounts. We had IRAs, we had 401ks, we had 403 bs all this stuff. You identified them. You know how much you're going to withdraw, but that, you know, you've got multiple accounts and now you're like, okay, well, I know I need to withdraw 40,000, but which account do I take it from? Good question. This is the part that I sort of was thinking about when I when I decided I need to do this episode. Is that so many people end up with so many accounts, but they don't know where to take the money from. And they there there are different laws out there that, that require you to take money from certain accounts. There are you you have tax advantaged accounts. You have those accounts that you're gonna pay income tax on what you take out. Uh, so, so, how do you balance all that, right? Like, how do you balance all that? And that's the part that I was like, man, they, we talk so much about building this retirement nest egg, but nobody's really talking about how to take this money out. So, I decided that, that I would do this episode and hopefully give you the knowledge that you need to, to be able to take this money out appropriately. So, the thing to keep in mind is that traditional IRA accounts, 401ks, 403bs, being the most common, uh, accounts out there, you know, IRAs, 401ks, and 403bs, and I'm not talking about the Roth IRA here, specifically talking about the traditional IRA. Now, 401k and 403b, both Roth and traditional, or, and traditional, both, this is applicable, but traditional IRA, all 401ks, and all 403bs, and a couple of other accounts, but I'm going to focus on those for being the most common, they do have this thing called a, rmd or a required minimum distribution now what is that well pretty much this means the irs says there's a certain amount of money that you have to take out of those accounts each year Uh, currently the age is 72 at the age of 72 there's a required amount that you have to take out so when i was doing my notes uh, i realized i needed to do a whole episode on that and that's what next week's going to be about. It's going to be on these required minimum distributions, how to set your accounts up so you can sort of avoid having to to take so much of your required minimum distribution because think about it. If you didn't need that money, the government is still going to make you take it out. Uh, There are some some loopholes around some of it, and we'll discuss it next week, but most importantly, just remember uh, that traditional IRAs, all 401Ks and all 403Bs, and a few other accounts are on the irs website if you want to look those up but they're they're much less common those do require minimum required minimum distribution so next week i'm going to discuss that but for this episode just know that that is the reason why the order matters like required minimum distributions is the reason that the order that you take money out of your account matters so when it comes to the order withdrawal from these rmd does play a role in that okay So this isn't going to be a, uh, the approach that I'm going to walk you through is not a one-size-fits-all approach, okay? And I say that because uh, there are multiple methods that you can take money out of accounts, okay? So uh, what I want to accomplish this episode is I want to give you a simple approach, an effective approach that is, that can be widely used by a, a, a multitude of accounts, like, and I mean... Almost any account structure you can utilize this approach. Uh, it's very simple to apply to your life, and that's the reason why I choose it to to discuss with people. But if you have some some crazy makeup of retirement accounts, it's probably best to sit down with a financial advisor, financial coach, and really look at your situation specifically. But for this one, I wanted to take a very simple approach: the standard person that is withdrawing from these, uh, that this can apply to you. So so let's so keep that in mind but this is going to be an easy to follow approach. So uh, you're going to be able to take money out of whatever your IRA structure is, whatever your 401k structure is, and you'll be able to apply it to this. So know that, and it'll all make sense, but uh, this may work for some, uh, but it's, you know, it could not work for everyone. Uh, I just want to say that it, it will work for most. Okay. So what we're going to discuss, and, and the one that I like to go through with everyone, the one I like to teach, the one that I like to go, and if people ask me, how do I do it, this is probably the most user-friendly, it's the simplest, besides just saying, oh, just take it out of whatever. Like That's probably the simplest, but it's not the smartest. <laughs> so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go through this hybrid withdrawal approach. That's what, uh, I don't know if that's an exact name for it, uh, that's, what, that's what I call it, because it's just sort of a way to take account, uh, money out of multiple accounts at the same time. But that's what I like to call it, and that's what we are going to go over today. So let's look at the hybrid withdrawal approach. Now, this is the setup right here. So if you're watching on the screen, uh, you can see it. If you're not, that's okay. Uh, It's really just there's three steps on the screen that the people that are watching visually can see. But it's so easy to follow that I want you to know that when I walk through this with just my voice, you will be able to understand it if you're riding in the car. Uh, If you're cleaning the house as you're listening to this, however you're listening to this, you're going to know how to take your withdrawal uh, using this hybrid approach. So step one is you're going to go back and and pull that list of accounts that you identified uh, when we first started this episode, right? So you're going to add up, you're going to identify all your retirement accounts and you're going to add those up and you're going to get a total. So you're going to add up your IRAs, your 401Ks, your 403Bs, all of those things. And you want to get a total for that, all these accounts. And you want to have a total. And this is what you we want to call your nest egg. When, we, when I ask you, what's your retirement nest egg? It's all of your retirement accounts. Any Any money that you have set aside for retirement, that's added into this nest egg. So step one is just to get that total. What is the total retirement nest egg that you have? Uh, and this is going to be the total you have set aside for retirement. In this example on the screen, we have a million dollars set aside for retirement. That's what we got, and that's what we're going to go through this example uh, utilizing. But just fill in the blank for what yours is, and and you can still walk through this. So starting off, step one, we have a million dollars in retirement for this example. Step two is you're going to take a list of each individual account, uh, and you're just gonna you're gonna write them down, right? You're just you're gonna write those down in my little chart. I just put them. Individually broken out right below uh, the total. So for this example, uh, that million is made up of a traditional four hundred one k with two hundred and fifty thousand, a traditional IRA with five hundred thousand, and a Roth IRA with two hundred and fifty thousand. That gives us our one million. So that's step two. You're just going to write down each individual account and the total that's in that account. Now step three, you're going to do a little math here, but it's not hard math, easy math. So Step three is you're going to take the percentage of your account that is uh, that makes up that million. So for our example, um, we had a million dollars. We had two hundred and fifty k in the traditional four hundred and one k, so that's twenty five percent. We're going to take we have five hundred thousand in the traditional IRA, so that's fifty percent of that is made up of the million is made up uh, by the traditional IRA, and twenty five percent is made up from the Roth IRA with two hundred and fifty k in it. So we're going to get those percentages of the retirement. All right. All you're trying to do is see what percentage of your total nest egg is made up by each account. That's all you're doing. If you had four accounts, you should have four percentages and those percentages should add up to a hundred percent because in the end you have your total nest egg and you want to know each how what percentage of each account makes up that total. Okay. And that gives you step three. So that's Pretty straightforward, but now let's continue that math. So now you have those percentages. Whatever your annual withdrawal amount is, you're going to take those percentages from that amount. So for our example, uh, we're going to use the 4% rule. So we're going to take 40,000 because we have a million. So 4% of a million is 40,000. And we're going to take that and we're going to divvy it out. So 25% of 40,000 is 10,000. 50% 50% of 40,000 is 20,000 and then another 10,000. That gives us our 40,000. It also equals 100%. So, pretty much what you've just done is you said, "Okay, I'm going to take $10,000 a year from my traditional 401k. I'm going to take $20,000 a year from my traditional IRA, and I'm going to take $10,000 a year from my Roth IRA." See what we did there? So, we literally are just taking whatever the per- that percentage that account whatever percentage that account makes up of our overall retirement nest egg, that's the percentage of our annual withdrawal that's going to come out of that account. And that's it. That's all you have to do. And if you follow that, you will be perfectly set up to withdraw out of those accounts for retirement. Um, There's a lot of advantages that come with doing it this way. So I I continued step four. Uh, You're going to continue this throughout your years of retirement. Uh, once you hit 72, those required minimum distributions do kick in. However, if you follow this rule, uh, mo- more than likely you're going to be easily hitting your required minimum distributions. So don't panic, but you can always go over to the IRS website and make sure that you're hitting those because you do get penalized if you do not take those required minimum distributions. So uh, make sure you do that. Uh, but it, more than likely you're going to meet their very low amounts. So, so more than likely you will be meeting that. And then step five is just enjoy retirement. Just keep withdrawing at this rate, and and you will you will be making it through your retirement, withdrawing uh, exactly the amount of money that you need. So in the end, if you follow that, you are on your way to a happy retirement. Uh, you are going to be ecstatic. You are going to have the money you need. And you're going to have the the money that's going to last you through retirement by doing that. Now. I never expected this to turn into a whole retirement series, just being honest. However, I do think that it is necessary as uh, I think there's a lot of people that have not walked through that, that they don't understand exactly how they need to take their money out. Uh, and, and that that's an important piece. It really is an important piece. If you're listening to this years from now, the laws could have changed, but more than likely, they're generally, for the most part, probably the same. If you'll follow this hybrid withdrawal approach, you are going to be able to navigate retirement in an appropriate manner. And the reason this is such an effective way to approach it uh, is that it spreads out where you're withdrawing the money from. Some of the accounts are going to be tax free. Some of the accounts you're going to have to pay income tax on. But that's the that's the part that's so great about it is it helps you lessen that uh, income tax bill. If you only take from traditional accounts, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a hefty uh, income tax bill. But if you can sort of space that out and pull a little bit from Roth, a little bit from traditional, you're getting a little tax free income and a little. Uh, taxed income, and you can sort of spread that out. And that's why it's so, it's so vital to be able to to figure out the best method for you to navigate your retirement. If you'll follow this, it, you will be, I'm telling you, it, it's, a, it's a great approach for withdrawal, and it's something that you can set up. So uh, next week, I am going to cover sort of how you can set your accounts up uh, to better do this, the same approach. I'm going to use the same approach to, to discuss it, uh, but it's sort of Getting around some of that RMD stuff, those required minimum distributions, uh, re- you know, lessening the amount uh, that you have to take out uh, by doing some some different things with your accounts. Uh, but more importantly, it's, it's, this is it's, it's going to end up being a little bit of a, a retirement series. But that's all good because I think retirement stresses so many people out. Uh, hopefully, this will bring a little bit of stress free to their lives. Uh, to your life specifically if you're listening to this and and are worried about retirement or are uh, coming con- coming up on retirement very soon so uh, hopefully you got something out of this hopefully this was good if you have any questions uh, about the episode drop a comment below uh, and I'll get to your comment if there are you know any any questions out there uh, you can always go over to the financialmirror.org uh, and there's a and there's a little chat button in the bottom right of the screen. Click that and, and shoot me a message, and, and I'll try to try to get back to you as quickly as possible. But more importantly, I really hope that you were able to to gain something from this. Now, already take control of your finances. There is no better time than now to get you a financial coach. Uh, I will be your financial coach. Just head over to thefinancialmirror.org, hit book now right in the middle of the screen. And you will be on your way to popping a calendar invite out to me. Free consultation coming right at you. Uh, We'll get together. We'll discuss if a financial coach is right for you and how a financial coach can benefit you. Now, if you are wanting to go ahead and give an extra dose of support to the Financial Mirror, just go over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and you will be able to pick you up some Financial Mirror Gear. This is a great, great way for you to give back to the stream, and, and more importantly, maybe just spawns a question, and, and, and you can you can spread the word about how the Financial Mirror has helped you in your financial journey. I appreciate everyone tuning in today. Uh, this has been a great episode. I uh, have really enjoyed putting this together. Hopefully, it brought as much benefit to you as, as threw it together, and in, 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 in hopes of, of it helping someone out there. Uh, Truthfully, I appreciate everyone tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share uh, with all the people in your life. If you are listening to this on a podcast, leave that five-star review and the written comment as both of those go a long, long ways in getting the information out there. Uh, Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.